up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name's Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Steve, doing well, doing well. Uh, a little disappointed by the um, the result there of the U.S. game. I don't know if you're watching any of the World Cup, uh, but they had a late draw where they gave up a goal toward the end of the game and weren't able to take the lead again, but um, took a point, so decent start. Yeah, I did not uh, did not see any of that. Um, I also didn't see any football this week, um, so I'm I'm just no. behind on everything. Yeah, I didn't see the the F1 race yeah. yesterday. Um, yeah, there's a lot of catching up I need to do here. Is um, Canada excited for the World Cup? I know they're they're in it for the first time in a while. Uh, I assume so, but I don't really know anyone that cares. <laughs> um, <laughs> gotcha. But I'm sure there are plenty of uh, groupings out there that do just. Mm. Not my company. Right. That's a that's a filter Roger of mine. That. If you show interest, I just filter you out and stop talking to you. Well, that's yeah, fair. Which you have now expressed interest, so I I now apologize. I am being filtered <laughs> out. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um but hey, yeah. Um on to the other football, uh the American football. We got Thanksgiving games this week. Um so get your, your lineups ready for Thursday. Um, and we got waivers today because there were injuries aplenty this week. Um, a lot of big names. We got our list here. Will, you want to read them off real quick here? Yeah, we had quite a few injuries. Um, Kyle Pitts was the later one, I think, that really came out today. I didn't even see that he got hurt in the game, but um, he actually was put on IR, so we'll miss four weeks. Oh, no. Uh, what will I do without those Pitts, two points? Right, yeah. <laughs> Those pits managers are really gonna be uh, really gonna be going crazy now, right? If they weren't going nuts beforehand, now you don't have any reason to play. Yeah, luckily, 100%. Um, we also have Justin Fields uh, injured his left shoulder, still TBD. I think they said really day to day, so nothing rolled out going forward. Um, but definitely something to monitor if you were kind of riding the Justin Fields train there. Joe Mixon went down, and we saw his backups. Marjorie P. Ryan had a great game, so thanks for Eddie Mixon uh, managers there because he was the one uh, that you know could have been the person getting all those points should he not have gotten hurt. Um, Chase Evans is out for a couple of weeks now with an injury, um, and interestingly enough, one of his backfield mates, Melvin Gordon, is no longer on the team. Um, did you see that? I did, yeah. Did you think of that? That's kind of crazy. Yeah, right? that's. Uh, wouldn't have expected that, but um, mm-hmm. too many, too many fumbles, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, I mean, he was like the most tender guy on the team, so it's it really is interesting to see that um, that happen. Yeah, I mean, Xavier um, Murray's done, good, so I guess uh, he'll be the guy, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, works out for us as well in our dynasty. Yeah, I'd say he. Uh, Seems to be the guy going forward and, you know, potentially miss and mix him for a week here. Definitely good to have uh, have some depth there. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire got hurt, as well as Kadir's Tony, both in Sunday Night Football for the Chiefs, as well as Mike Williams on the Chargers side. So a couple of weapons there on two high-powered offenses going down. Yeah, yeah, big time. It was uh, not a great week for injuries. No, injuries definitely uh, plenty, that's for sure. Um, to go with that, Matt Stafford. Concussion protocol. Wanda Robinson done for the year with an ACL injury. Um, and the Jalen Warren got hurt as well. Uh, we saw Najee Harris come back into the fold a little bit. So 
Definitely a mixed bag of injuries, but it does give us some interesting waiver options here. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely does. So let's go ahead and jump right into the running backs. Um, I guess we'll, we'll package these two right up front here, Will, because they're just so highly rostered. Um, but uh, yeah. Pacheco, Rashad White, sixty four percent, sixty one percent rostered. Uh, they must be rostered if you if you're not uh, if yes. out there, right? Yeah, that's kind of the probably not available, but double check because you know sixty percent of leagues means. There's, you know, 30 to 40% that are available. So keep an eye out. Those guys are available and they are running wild here. You know, Pacheco looked really good there on Sunday Night Football. And I think there's still some TBD on Leonard Fournette, but White clearly getting a lot of work despite Fournette being healthy. So <clears throat> if Fournette were to miss, it's clearly going to be, um, you know, the you know, White's backfield. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um Latavius Murray, we just talked about with Melvin going down, only rostered in 24% of leagues, but it looks like it's his, you know, not that it's the greatest offense in the world, but it's a starting running back. And, you know, you mm-hmm. got to have that depth for the uh, the playoff run, right? Yeah, I mean, 17 carries wasn't the most efficient, only 49 yards, but four catches for 23 yards and got in the end zone. So ended up being a solid day there for Latavius Murray. And we got Carolina this week. So, you know, we, another matchup where he's going to be usable. Uh, and I think he's probably going to be, you know, the claim that I would prioritize. Um, maybe the next guy here, similar to Pirine, depending on if Mixon's out and depending on if you are the Mixon, you know, manager might be something that you need to look into. But um, other than that, I think, you know, Murray's probably the guy here of the, you know, one of the people that are under that 60% threshold. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um Stepping into a pretty clear role, I would think. Um, yeah, you mentioned P. Ryan rostered in nine percent of leagues. We'll see if Mixon misses a game. If he does, P. Ryan's an easy start. If he doesn't, then he's an easy set, right? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think we're all enjoying what he's doing. Um, we do have Ingram in here because um, he is the, yeah. the last guy I think after James Conner over in Arizona. <laughs> yeah the by default number two running back here for uh, Monday night football. So we may, you know, you may know more listening to this than, than we know right now, since he's technically, uh, you know, hasn't played yet, but looks to be the number two guy. So it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, tonight, how many carries he gets that, you know, they not want to overload James Connor with too many carries. Uh, so I think definitely someone to keep an eye on and, and maybe, you know, going to be a decent claim tomorrow if we see him uh, being utilized. Yeah, or if Connor gets hurt, wouldn't it be the first time he's mm-hmm. gotten hurt, right? Um, James Cook suddenly uh, pretty relevant in that game, and it wasn't like it was you know garbage time or anything. Like he just got regular usage. Um, only reg- or only only uh, rostered in seventeen percent of leagues, so he's out there. I don't know if this is a one week wonder or you know maybe they're working him in there now that we're halfway through the season and, you know, they could see, you know, he's more up to speed with the NFL or, or whatever, but um, he's doing pretty good and didn't really do it. The damage in the passing game either. It was regular old running back work. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's interesting to see, you, 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 you like to see those young, uh, young backs get carries. And I think, you know, Singletary was clearly the guy for a while there, but, you know, they, they probably want to use a few guys um, in that in that mold. So uh, I think he's an interesting add. Um, <clears throat> this is the time when you want to add those younger players, want to get those guys that are going to 
be able to make an impact down the stretch here that have that kind of room to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, speaking of guys, we're going to skip one here on our list here. Well, speaking of guys with room to grow, Akers, um, he got the lion's share of the work this week. 27% rostered. Who knows what that means for next week? Um, but I guess you'd be better off placing your bet on Akers and Henderson, right? As far as upside yeah, I think goes. So. Uh, I think so. And, and I think you know, this just really proves more that I don't think I want anything to do with the backfield. Um, it, it's just you don't know who it's going to be week to week. None of them really stand out. Um, as a player that I really, really want. So I think I'm just going to probably try to steer clear if possible. But if you did need somebody and, and let's say, you, you know, miss out on a lot of these other guys, acres, I guess is you know, worth a shot. Yeah. And then throwing out, you know, geo, uh, coming back off IR. I don't think he's played at all this year, right? Not as far as I remember. I know thing, I think. they brought him back. Uh, but yeah, but I think he, <clears throat> he was out pretty early on and, we didn't see too much of him throughout the season until uh, until you know, it looks like maybe right now, especially if we you know see Fournette injured. Yeah, probably a wait and see more so than an add. And given his age, mm-hmm. I'm not expecting him to do anything, but um, worth noting for sure. Uh, moving on to the the wide receivers here, uh, Josh Palmer continues to be relevant. Um, might be kind of hard to get rostered up in at 59 percent of leagues. Um, but again, you know the the Mike Williams injury that you said, re injury. You know he's just always hurt um, him and, and Keenan, not the best year, but Josh Palmer, great uh, plug and play, right? Yeah, man, he has, we been, would know. he's been really good. Exactly. Great week this last week, you know, 26 points and obviously his best of the year, but he's been double digits four other times on the, on the year. So, you know, out of the 10 games he's played in, um, you know, double digits and half of them, a couple of duds a little earlier in the year, but you know, it's really been pretty consistent. Um, you know, since then. So definitely somebody that I think you have to roster, especially with the potential injury for Mike Williams. We'll see how long he's out, but if he's out for an extended period of time and, and Palmer's the number two there with Keenan, you know, probably wanting to ease back in, you may see him, you know, be the, the leader when it comes to targets and big plays. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. He is a, uh, he's a good one to add. Um, but again, tough to roster up at 59%. I'm going to jump to another one. that's tough to roster. Um, Derry Slayton. Um, he's got a nice little run going yeah. 50, 50 shot though. He's rostered in 51% of the league. So he might be tough to get your hands on, but you know, he's been good. And, and like yeah. you said, one down man standing really. Yeah. yeah, indeed. And we've seen it before from him. He's, you know, a few years ago, he was good. Um, so another solid ad, right. You would be looking to pick him up if available. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, it's an offense and the team is winning. Uh, obviously he lost this week, but still right in the playoff mix. And he's probably one of the last few guys available uh, to, to play receiver, unfortunately, for the Giants. Um, he's, you know, been almost double digits each of the last four games. He had, you know, half point scoring 9.1 in week eight, but 13.3 in week seven, had the bye week in nine, 17 points last week, and then this week 11.1. So, I mean, he's scoring, he's giving you what you're hoping for. And, you, you know, I think this may be your last shot to pick him up because looks like he's going to be the you know go-to guy down the stretch here. Yeah, yeah, agreed 100%. Um, I mean, I, one other thing I guess would be, think maybe interesting, do you think there's any chance uh, reunion for Odell Beckham there in New York? No, I don't. I, it was between them and Dallas, they're saying right now, right? 
That's last I heard. Yeah, I think it sounds like he wants to go more to a contender. Um, but, you know, maybe if you're Odell, do you wish he would go somewhere to get snaps and then maybe get a better contract next year? I guess it really depends on what he's looking for, what he wants out of a team. Yeah, I mean, I I look at those two teams and it's, you know, technically they're both contenders. They got the same record. But I think everyone <laughs> agrees that the Cowboys are like a legit good team and, and Giants, uh, you know, they're falling apart a bit. I imagine they miss the playoffs, but we'll see. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I would be looking Dallas's way if I was him. But, yeah, like you said, who knows? You know, he could look at the Giants and be like, well, there's a ton of opportunity there. I'm going to get a ton of targets, and that'll show me off for the offseason because there's no competition. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you still have a shot at least at the playoffs themselves. I mean, they're they're playing well, so, you, you know, you don't know. Or at this point, there's a chance that you could have all three NFC East teams in the playoffs with uh, Washington playing better as well and over 500 yeah 100 percent. so yeah we'll see um pretty interesting um demarcus robinson had himself a game speaking of, of kind of last man standing um bateman yeah. down you know andrew's getting game scripted out you know double covered as much as possible uh duvernay just wasn't it and it went off with robinson i don't know if you can trust him but he's out there if you want to take that yeah. shot right nine targets nine catches caught all of them for 128 yards so yeah, getting 17.3 in, in half EPR without a touchdown is definitely what you want to see. But, yeah, is the consistency going to be there? I mean, four targets in week nine, eight targets again in week eight, uh, but, you know, pretty minimal before that. So it's definitely a little scary when you're looking at that and trying to bank on him. Yeah, 100%. I agree. That, that's a tough one. Um, if we're looking at a young upstarts, uh, Traylon Burks had himself a good week. Um, 20% rostered. Um, so, you know, maybe a second and a half of the year bump for him and, and the Titans as a whole could be interesting. Yeah. I think he's definitely one of the top targets here for me. I, you know, given that Palmer's probably not going to be available, Slayton, maybe 50, 50 out of the rest of the bunch here. I think, you know, Burks and, and maybe the next guy we're talking to, um, it's a, with uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think those are probably the two guys that I'd be the most interested in. Yeah, Donovan Peoples-Jones rostered in 45% of leagues. So a little tougher to get your hands on, but still over 50% of leagues. He's out there. Um, we'll get Deshaun Was- uh, Watson at some point here. Um, whether that helps him or actually hurts him, who knows? Um, <laughs> we will see. We'll see what he's got You know, left. Obviously, it's been almost two years since he's played. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but yeah uh, Peoples-Jones has been real solid. Uh, Landry had himself a good game from a fantasy standpoint. Really, it's just because he caught a touchdown. I think he was like four for 30 yards or something like that. Pretty irrelevant, but he caught a touchdown and, and that was solid. So, um, you know, maybe he continues to get better week over week because he was out for quite a while and he was only back for a couple weeks now, I think. So, uh, worth keeping an eye on f- for him, I think. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's definitely worth keeping an eye on. I mean, I know you and I were debating um this week you know what he could do and you know i think another one of those last man standings has been a lot of injuries there as well you still got Olave, but i mean if you know landry might not be a bad depth piece to have a receiver that you can kind of just throw and plug and play if if you get some injuries ahead of him yeah 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 i agree um last two here uh will Touch on both at the same time. Um, Matt Collins had himself a pretty good game. Uh, Ross in 16% of leagues. Um, Paris Campbell, again, not uh, 
not a, a huge game like he's had in the past was still solid for fantasy 40% rostered. Um, I'm assuming you like Campbell more than Collins. Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, I think both are decent volume plays too. I mean, we're seeing it pretty consistently. It's consistently out of Matt Collins um, with some injuries around him. And Paris Campbell clearly is going to be involved in the game plan. It's Campbell Pittman and kind of everyone else from a receiver and, and tight end standpoint. So I think both are decent options. Maybe don't have the the pure upside that you know you can get with maybe a Berkshire Peoples Jones going off, but Hollins and Campbell have decent ceilings and, and pretty solid floors as well. Yeah, I agree. Solid options there. Um, tight ends, the 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 messy landscape. I guess the one we could toss out quickly and just breeze over. Trey McBride. He played tonight as we're recording this, so keep an eye on that. Um, you can make a judgment call based on what we see. He's rostered in 16% of leagues currently. Um, nothing more to really add on that front, right? No, I think it's <clears throat> wait and see with him, but it's you know could be a high-powered offense. I, I don't think Kyler's going to play, so that might really limit what you can learn from him tonight. Um, but, you know, worth looking at, especially in the just kind of wasteland that is the tight end landscape for the most part. Yeah. So, uh, one guy that's not been a wasteland, Juwan Johnson, um, four out of the last five weeks been double digits for fantasy. Yeah. Um, a lot of that's just powered by touchdowns. Like he'll end up with 40 yards, but he gets a touchdown and that's a good week for, for, uh, yeah. the tight end position. So he's the one you're most interested in, right? Yeah. I think you just kind of ride that train, right? If you're. You know, in a situation where you don't have great tight end play, you just keep, you know, riding. It's been, like I said, you know, scoring four out of five weeks, four out of five weeks being good. So got the Niners in Tampa before the bye. bye week two, it does come up in week 14, which is tough. Um, but it, it's there's really not a ton out there. Hooper, you mentioned as well. I think Evan Ingram is this guy I may be the most interested in. 36% roster coming off the bye week, so you might be able to be, you know, getting him a little bit lower, but he's clearly been used in the game plan and has been, you know, decent at times when he's not scoring touchdowns. And the last two weeks going into the bye, you know, not great. Two targets for one catch, you know, three catches on four targets, but not many yards. But I think it opens up a little bit. You got some decent tight end matchups, you know, coming out of the bye week. So he could be someone that I think you could stream and, and just hope for a little more volume. Yeah, agreed on all uh, all fronts there. Um, ready to move over to the streaming portion of things. Yeah, yeah. It's um, once again not the greatest, but I think a few more options that I, we may be interested in in most weeks. Yeah, yeah. So we got uh, Heineke. Um, all these very low rosters. So, you know, I'm not even going to read them off. They're all below 20%. Um, Heineke versus Atlanta, Tannehill versus Cincinnati, Mac Jones at Minnesota. Uh, Davis Mills at Miami, and uh, we'll say Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco uh, yeah, versus Chicago. Mike White. Yeah, it could be anyone because they're not committing to to Zach, and I understand why. So, who are you liking out yeah. of that group there? Yeah, I think it's Heineke for me. The, the team kind of has some good vibes going that way. The team's rallying around him. He's been playing well, and you know Atlanta's not a great defense. You know maybe we see that being a little more high scoring. Um, although the Washington defense has played well, so that may you know counter that as well. But I do think Heineke's probably the play. Um, Tannehill not bad as well. He you know, he's a rushing offense, but he's you know a quarterback that you could see for sub two hundred yards, but you know end up with two or three touchdowns just because he's getting them at the goal line. 
So I think those are probably the two that I would be looking at streaming wise. Yeah, I like Heineke number one. Um, honestly, I might go Flacco if he starts over any of the others. He was just been. You love yourself, some Flacco. <laughs> he was just good for fantasy when he started this year, and I think last year too. Um, I think I good for the weapons too. Yeah. I, I've seen some weird stats. I'm gonna have to see if I can find them. I think he has more touchdowns than Russell Wilson this year. Um, wow. Russell has not thrown main touchdowns. R- Russell so. Wilson is on pace to throw fewer touchdowns than he does have bathrooms in his house. No. Um, I saw that, Jeez. which was weird. It's by like point one. He's projected to do 11.9 uh, touchdowns, and he's got 12 bathrooms in his house, apparently. Um, yeah, I wish I could find... You get them bathroom numbers, though. Yeah, for real. Um, I-, I saw something, a comparison between uh, Flacco and... Uh, Russ. Uh, there we go. Russell Wilson has only only has two more passing touchdowns than Joe Flacco, and Joe hasn't played since week three. <laughs> that's that is uh that's terrible. Not great. That's not great. Not not great, great at all. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'll, I'll go Flacco as a second, but Heineke's the one I want to. Good matchup, like you said. Good vibes. That's a pretty solid situation. Um. And then defense is here. Well, we got the Chiefs at the reverse. The Rams. We got the Dolphins versus Miami. Jets versus Chicago, and the Commanders versus Atlanta. Yeah, some some interesting ones. I think the Chiefs are probably my favorite, especially if we do see Stafford out. Uh, the offense wasn't great really with him, but um, Chiefs has been pretty opportunistic. They play well, you know, countering their quarterback with with Pat Mahomes uh, and the Rams could be without their starting quarterback. So I think that's probably my top choice. I'm going to say that you are hundred percent not going to see Stafford. Um, and in fact, I'm surprised it's not, you're not hearing more about it. You know, when, when Tua, Tua got his concussion, he came in the next guy, he got knocked out again. And it was a big thing, right? Well, Stafford, I don't think they were confirmed. He had a, concussion last week but he was in the concussion protocol and missed the week then he comes back into this game and he's now again evaluated for another concussion like that's not good so i don't think he's going to be playing this week um so i i I just can't see it so yeah i'm with you i'll take the chiefs then because of that if he does play for some reason like if i had to pick a second choice uh i'd probably go Wait, who are the Dolphins playing? We have Dolphins versus Miami on here. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just a scrimmage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. That makes sense. No, they have a decent matchup. They got Houston. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I like that. I'll I'll probably actually take that. And they're the lowest rostered one. So, um, yeah. Yeah, Not a great defense, though. So, definitely a a risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like like commanders um, are against Atlanta is good, but they're up at almost 60% roster. It's going to be hard to get your hands on them. And I'm not touching mm-hmm. the Jets. That just that whole situation is yeah, well, Jets defense. They've been good. Uh, I mean, it depends if Fields plays, right? If Fields isn't in there, oh, I yeah. think that's a solid yeah, play. Yeah, true. So uh, that's once again similar to the Chiefs, dependent on the quarterback. But yeah, kind of use your best judgment as to what you think is going to happen. You know, Fields is still kind of day to day versus you know the likely concussion of Stafford. It definitely leans a little more to the Chiefs side. Yeah, very fair. Very fair. Cool. Well, hey, well, that's going to knock out the uh, the waiver show. Uh, tune in on Thursday for a start episode. Till then, folks, good luck on waivers and trust your board.